everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to some news that came out yesterday regarding Kawhi Leonard leaving, and it certainly had a lot of Raptor fans conflicted about what they think the Toronto Raptors should have done, but as we got more and more information, it all became clearer as to why Masai Ujiri made his decisions, but there's still some debate amongst people that are reading into the situation that has left some fans kind of heartbroken, emotionally traumatized, because the Toronto Raptors could have had two extremely big names to pair alongside Kawhi Leonard and Riker. I remember when we first heard it, it was right after it, we actually recorded the podcast yesterday. I remember you specifically were absolutely shook that the Masai Jerry didn't pull the trigger on this deal. Ben, we're referring to, of course, I'm sure everyone has heard about at least Paul George being... Sent to the Clippers, obviously, but circulated mm-hmm. that he was offered. This was the initial rumor, that he was offered yeah. on a platter with Russell Westbrook. Initially, what seemed to be a 2 and one deal. So, like a one and one for those two guys in return for just Pascal Siakam. Now, I was very biased in my response, Ben. I'll be honest with you. Even though Russell Westbrook's attitude was so terrible, so awful... Honestly, the worst attitude I've ever seen in recent time in this most recent playoff series that he sort of fell off the podium. He has always been my long-time favorite player in the NBA. So just to hear that we had the potential to acquire him, let alone outstanding the fact that Paul George was an MVP candidate this season, Russell Westbrook has been an MVP, and the potential if we had landed them, then Kawhi Leonard may have been more incentivized to stay I was flabbergasted that this deal would have been declined, but obviously, as you alluded to at the beginning, that this is just the tip of the iceberg in terms of some sort of weird game that's been being played, or perhaps the analysts are just so wrong this offseason and they just want to report every first Mm -hmm. bit of information before they really delve into it. But Ben, we can discuss what happened because even the initial shock was unwarranted until we really figured out what happened. Certainly, and uh, Woj, the guy that reports on pretty well everything, he came out yesterday as on top of everything. When the Raptors are in our most emotionally vulnerable state, he comes out and says, in the end, Toronto didn't have the assets to satisfy OKC with or without Siakam any proposed deal, and the fear of Toronto entering the trade talks with OKC only proved to guarantee the Clippers would give that massive haul they end up giving for George, and as Raptors fans, we look at our team, and we look at the Clippers, we had a thousand times more assets. Siakam's better than any of the young guys on the Clippers, OG, Fred, all these pieces could have been, you know, we wouldn't want to give the whole haul to the to Oklahoma City Thunder, but, you know, any of those players could have been thrown in a trade offer, but then reports came out throughout the day that OKC asked for Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, and four unprotected first round picks just to start off the negotiations and obviously that salary wouldn't match up so we would have had to give up someone like Lowry and Serge on top of it and apparently Masai Jerry and the Raptors felt like they were used as leverage and after indecisiveness from the Kawhi camp it's it he was going to go to LA everyone believed that he was going to go to LA uh Kevin Rashadi uh, I Paul I'm pronouncing his name wrong but uh he said that there was no assurances that Kawhi would have even stayed if uh, Toronto struck this deal and Riker Kawhi or not right especially if there's no assurances made imagine if we traded our future right our current young core and four future unprotected first round picks just for Paul George and Russell Westbrook's not even in these trade talks it would have just been Paul George 
with Kawhi or not, that would have made our roster, in my opinion, much worse. I would, personally, I'd rather have Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam, than Paul George to pair around Kawhi Leonard, and giving up our complete future on top of that, I think this trade would have made our destination look a lot less attractive to Kawhi Leonard if he was choosing to stay, and the fact that he wasn't even assuring the Raptors if this move went down that he would stay, it would have been absolutely foolish for Masai to do this deal, and Westbrook wasn't even a part of this discussion when we were going to give up Siakam, Van Vliet, and four unprotected firsts. Well, what really makes sense what happened was exactly, as you were saying, Nick Nurse felt, was that really the... Thunder were baiting the Toronto Raptors in order to get a better deal with the Clippers, right? That To me, that makes yep. sense, logically, because I, like I said, I was bitter mm-hmm. that this deal wouldn't go through, really, when, with everything being all said and done, if you're offered Paul George and Westbrook, despite how they played, and despite really having two first-round exits over the past season, they're not proven, but you, you'd have to mm-hmm. pull the trigger on this kind of deal. I mean, this is upper echelon players in the NBA, but when we really come down to it... And you're keeping Kawhi. And you... Yeah, exactly, and, and you're, you're keeping, keeping Kawhi. Kawhi. But even if you weren't, then it's still a really strong discussion to be had. But really what was what we're hearing mm-hmm. is that this deal, regardless, was never going to happen. They just wanted to get more. They wanted to squeeze more from the Clippers. And saying that Kawhi wouldn't be incentivized on top of giving away all of our futures and everything just to acquire Paul George, I mean, that's not true because he, the Clippers gave away everything. They gave away about five years worth of picks and a few young players. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they had to be in the same boat as the Raptors would have been had we've been the the team to secure that trade right so i think Kawhi for him it's irrelevant but the whole narrative has been around home and i think that you're right i think regardless of any deals or any moves that the raptors would have made because he could have signed a one-on-one or he could have demanded a trade after the second year we have russell westbrook who still has a million years left on his contract or 170 million dollars worth of money left on his contract he's demanding it you know he'll probably get it in the next season or two the flexibility for players to be able to say when they want to leave regardless of the contract they're in and be immediately granted that we've seen it now with every player this season that's demanded to trade Kyrie and Anthony Davis and LeBron back then right it happens so if Kawhi wanted to stay he would have I think it's inevitable he was going to go but to pull a trigger exactly on giving away as many assets as we would have as many futures just for Paul George who is not proven who has done the opposite in fact and has completely disappeared and choked in the playoffs it'd be crazy to do that because now you're not even putting a team around a good you know maybe a great player but really he's only lived up to being a good player uh, an elevated player Mm -hmm. in the league it wouldn't make any sense for me Ben so uh, it's good that we hear this information because from what it was at the beginning to what it is now, we're just saying that somebody was being tricked this whole time or there's just some really good negotiations on the Thunder side for how they can get as much value from really not that strong of a a package. Certainly, and... To, you brought up the point that the, the Clippers, Kawhi would have been attracted to the Raptors making the move or more incentivized to come to Toronto if we made the trade, but I, I don't think we would have been better, and the, the Clippers were in a different scenario. The Toronto Raptors had cohesion. We had guys that are established veterans in the playoffs. We uh, the, Our team just meshed so well together, and that's why we won a championship. We had our superstar, and then we had a bunch of stars around him to... To, you know, make everything better, to make the whole thing work out, and then I feel like if we traded that whole core of guys along with our future, just to, you know, bring another elevated, another close to five-star player around Kawhi, 
that would have really ruined what made the Toronto Raptors tick, what made the Toronto Raptors good. So I think the the roster would have just been a, a lot worse, in my opinion, making this deal. Even though no, I agree. you could I argue agree. that in in a vac yeah in a vacuum, Paul George is better than Siakam and Fred currently. But those guys are a lot younger; they're on better contracts, and it just the the Raptors make more sense right now. So. You know, I'm happy this deal didn't fall through, especially with the four unprotected first-round picks. And when I heard this deal with the LA Clippers, and yes, you do it to be the final domino to bring in Kawhi and then Paul George, because essentially they made this trade for Kawhi and Paul George, and that's a that's a fair enough deal. But Kawhi has injury history, Paul George has injury history. They don't have a team where, like the Golden State Warriors in the past, when two of their stars go down, they're still an NBA Finals team. If Paul George gets hurt or Kawhi Leonard gets hurt, they don't have much surrounding those players. I know Lou Will and Montrezl Harrell had good seasons last year. Patrick Beverly, I think, got is elevated in being in the LA forums and seeing everyone everyone in LA watching him play. But Patrick Beverly wasn't regarded as a top tier point guard till really this season, or at least a starting point guard till this season. So they don't have a lot going, and those unprotected first round picks, especially with these new lottery odds. With one of those injuries happen, we don't know how the future will go. And the same thing would have happened with the Toronto Raptors. That could be a Brooklyn Nets sort of situation, maybe to a less extreme. But I, I'm surprised because they gave up five first-round picks and two pick swaps, Riker. That's, if the Clippers end up not being the GOAT team that everyone expects, that could be seven first-round picks. Yeah, Ben, they've, done, they've dug themselves in a hole, right? And in yeah. the same likeliness that Masai Ujiri gave away his future of DeMar DeRozan, they're betting on this paying off. Right, They're not looking at the, the long term just the same way that we wouldn't have. We wanted to secure the immediate and figure everything else in after that. We were just in a position where we had assurance for the next two years before we need to start figuring out the rest of the pieces. So Yeah, but that we had DeMar for three years. This this is going until 2026. There's 11-year-olds right now that are in middle school, Riker, playing playing Max Academy basketball that are trying, that are going to be in the league. They're, we sacrificed one to two years of possibly, you know, Kawhi doesn't work out. Then we're we're in that tanking mode that I think Masai Ujiri, not necessarily tanking, but retooling mode that Masai wanted to do. The Clippers, and if we made this trade for Paul George, if this doesn't work out, this is just But here's uh, the marquee difference. Here's bet. the marquee difference. California has the same population as Canada. And the biggest free agent and the guy that can really show you, put him on any team, he can get you a championship. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double down and say the biggest free agent in recent NBA history, outstanding LeBron and Kevin Durant, beating them all. He, the biggest free agent in NBA history decided to just go to the Clippers, even though there was better yeah. packages everywhere else. So yeah, they have gave away their future for in terms of drafting young talent, but they don't need it because they've already shown they have a pool as large as Canada in only one state, and the biggest names in the entire world of sports and in basketball will just decide openly, willingly, just to go there because they are who they are. So I wouldn't worry about that too much, but this is something that the Raptors would not have wanted to do because they don't have that lure, and really this entire Raptors team, we've talked about it last time, it's predicated, it's built around drafting players, developing them through the G League, bringing them up, and then using them as trade pieces, then using them massively. And Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Vliet, they're pivotal. You get rid of them, I don't know what the future of the Raptors looks like. So I think it's smart that we didn't um, go crazy and go overzealous. I would expect nothing less of Masai Ujiri. And 
Although maybe the immediate payoff from this is less because it's 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 tough to say that they would be definitely worse, right? I think the sample size mm-hmm. they probably would be worse because when you gut the ra- the core of the Raptors, are they any be- is that what's remaining any better than what they have over in OKC? Probably not. Maybe maybe even worse. I don't know. Um, even though OKC has no bench whatsoever, but I think it's I think it's good what we did because even though it's going to be middle of the pack this season if pascal siakam can elevate his game he's a surefire all-star right fred van vliet is going to slip into a starting point guard position in the next year or two not this upcoming season but after that right these are guys that are going to be really good you think maybe this season yeah well we have a lot to talk about now this summer Riker, with you know all the moves that could be made and fred van vliet and kyle lowry that whole dynamic there but that's a last thing and let me know what you think about it Russell Westbrook has now demanded the trade. I don't know if anybody was sticking along this long in the podcast, but do you expect that he will have negotiations or talks now, start up again with the Toronto Raptors? Would we even want to take on $170 million? I think I know what your opinion is going to be. Like, we'd have to not give a lot up. I wouldn't mind having Russell Westbrook. I'm not one of those guys that really bags on Westbrook 24-7 and thinks he's trash and all that, like some people do, but... I wouldn't want to give up young assets for him. If we're if we're making the deal, it would have to be a salary matching deal. I don't know what Russell Westbrook's trade value is currently, but I'm not trying to give up future first round picks and young guys for Westbrook. But I wouldn't be mad if he came to Toronto and pieced him along with Siakam, OG, Fred, all these sorts of players. But I, I doubt that the Toronto Raptors are going to re-engage in discussions with OKC. Yeah, it would be hard. What I would like to see is him come over as a two and just replace Danny Green, and we keep on Kyle Lowry. That would be nice because then we'd just have a lot yeah. of runners, right? We'd have the Siakams and we'd have Russell Westbrook, but then we'd have oh, that's Lowry speed to, of Siakam and and Westbrook yeah, running the fast break. But then the smart in uh, the court vision and the floor generalness of Kyle Lowry that would be kind of sweet, in my opinion. Yeah, no, for sure. I know a lot of people don't like Westbrook at all, so let us know in the comment section below. What are your thoughts on just this whole trade situation that Woj reported and got all Raptors fans kind of hyped up about? And while we're while we're just still recovering from Kawhi Leonard leaving, let us know in the comment section below. You're the best for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. Riker, any last words? Mm-hmm. Nope, that's it for me, Ben. Cheers.